Cambridge 105 Radio is a winner at this year's Community Radio Awards. Silver, Community Show of the Year, The Alan Brigham Story. Most of us live in houses that aren't that old. And when we complain about people building on the green belt and people ruining the view from your house by building new houses, actually your house probably ruined the view from somebody else's house when it was originally built. Silver, Creative Radio of the Year, The East. Next, you'll be waving banners like those CND marchers in town. Could you hear yourself? And Peter and Sandra will be delinquents on the street. You mark my words. Dad! I haven't even gone out yet. And bronze, female presenter of the year, Lee Chambers. Woke up in the middle of the night to find my cat with his head in a glass of water. That cannot be the first time. Cambridge 105 Radio, award-winning community radio for the city and South Cambridgeshire. Live and local across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Lee Chambers. Cambridge 105 Radio. For indeed, there are lots of parties this time of year, lots of socialising, and that's not a joy for everyone. But we're chatting about that now with my guest, Councillor Guy Snape. Guy, good morning. Good morning, Lee. Nice to have you here. Uh, Yes, for people with social anxiety, parties or even family situations can be a little bit stressful, can't they? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, Not everybody's a party person. Some people are just naturally shy and withdrawn. Some people do struggle with anxiety when they're in in social situations, particularly um, if it's, say, if it's the office party, you don't necessarily know everybody. Um, It's important that you make the right impression on people. Um, or just meeting new people as well is, is sometimes kind of anxiety-provoking for some people. Do you think post-COVID it's worse because we had two years, really, where we weren't doing these kinds of things? I have heard lots of people say, some of my clients have said, you know, COVID was great, every cloud has a silver lining. I could just stay in my house during lockdown and it was bliss and I didn't have to go and interact with people. Um so, yeah, I guess some people will have got into that, into a bit of a rut there. And so by social anxiety, we mean just people who, well, I suppose the, the clue is in the title, really, just people who feel anxious about social situations. Yeah. That, that can uh, materialise in different ways. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anxiety is a natural reaction. It is, it's built into us. It's part of being human. And we're supposed to have it. It's there to protect us. Um I was going to say that this bit was going to be about how to survive the the Christmas party season and that's really telling because anxiety is there to help us survive and of course course we're going to survive the Christmas party season nobody's going to die from being a bit shy but when our nervous system evolved many, many thousands of years ago uh, our early ancestors their their survival did depend on the success of social interaction. So when they met somebody uh, new and interacted with them, it could be uh, a rival who might kill us to get the food that we've got, or it could be somebody who's uh, on our side, but we have to impress them. You know, if uh, if you displease members of your tribe, your extended family group, uh, then you might not get your share of the food. You might not get protection of. Uh, the tribe from predators and things like that. And we still have that same nervous system today. So sometimes we meet somebody new 
and we think, oh my goodness, and we, you know, we get into fight or flight mode and the butterflies go in the stomach and the heart rate quickens a little bit and we just feel a bit uncomfortable. So if if we're feeling anxious before a party, as you, uh, as we know there's a party coming up or, or maybe just a gathering, yeah. a family gathering, because it doesn't have to be as formal as a party, does it? Do you have any tips? My favourite thing... Uh, to to do one of my favourite things to do in life anyway really is uh, to laugh um, find something that puts you in a good mood find something on YouTube or your or Netflix or whatever your favourite um, your favourite stand up comedian or your favourite sitcom laughter is a, a great releaser of tension and um, and it makes you feel safe. If you feel safe, you're not going to be so anxious. And then when you get there, if you're in a good mood, you're feeling a bit jolly, other people are going to pick up on that. You know, you don't want to come into the the room in a party and you know, be a mood hoover, be the be the fun sponge. Uh, I mean, oh, I don't like parties and being all you know, all withdrawn like that. If you feel relaxed because you've been watching something that's made you laugh, that's going to rub off on other people as well. So watch an episode of The Office or whatever makes you yeah, laugh before absolutely. you go. Absolutely, I, I love The Office, but it also makes me cringe as well. <laughs> so something that's just going to put you in a good mood because uh, that will radiate out somehow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then while you're there... You can you can take advantage of this effect as well by if you go and hang out, look for the who's the person who's the life and soul of the party, and go and bask in their light a little bit as well. Go and uh, let their good mood and good humour and uh, liveliness rub off on you a bit. And you don't you know you don't have to do anything active there. You can improve your mood and improve your comfort level just by being close to whoever it is who's who's talking, making jokes, seeming comfortable and at ease. Because often the, the hardest bit of a party is if you arrive, maybe you're even a little late, and everybody knows, seems to know each other, and everybody's in a group, and you arrive and you're standing there with your mince pie and your yeah. glass of Prosecco, feeling like Billy No Mates. Yes, we've all been there. Even the most gregarious of us have been in that situation. Um... Yeah, there are ways of dealing with it. I mean, you know, it does involve a little bit of biting the bullet. Um, but if you look around the room, there is probably one other person or more than one other person who is standing there with their glass of Prosecco and their mince pie, also feeling like Billy No Mates. And you would make their evening if you go up and say, hi, I'm Guy or I'm Lee or whatever your name is. How do you know the host? How, you know, what, um, what brings you here? You know, you don't have to be um, have Stephen Fry levels of wit and sophistication. Um, you just have to ask a simple question, and that and there's the ice broken. Um, and then uh, another tactic is to look for people who are having a conversation in a pair already. So the ice is broken for them. So you can go and make use of that. If you go and say, hi, mind if I join you, I'm Guy, whatever your name is, um, I know, they are under pressure to look like nice people. They don't want to say, uh, neither one of them will want to say, oh, no, you can't join us, we don't want to talk to you. So use the fact uh, to your advantage that they're already in a conversation and people are usually more than happy to include you. Yeah, they are, aren't they? I mean, if you're in a conversation and somebody comes up and says, uh, is it OK if I join you? Yeah. yeah. Who's going to say, say no? No, no exactly. <laughs> no. And if they did, 
that's that's, that's not a conversation you want to be in. No, absolutely. You know, that's. I mean, maybe they're talking about something really, really private, but and it might be awkward. But that's a rare. That's going to be a rare event, and they'd probably explain. Um, and you've got yeah. some good tips because one of the things that sometimes people struggle with is eye contact. Uh, you know, it's sort of it's very direct, and if you're a little bit shy, it can feel uh, maybe a little bit invasive and not something that you want to return. But you've got a good tip for that. I have got a good tip. Yes, uh, this is really useful. We don't. Nobody wants. Uh, you know, you're talking to somebody at a party you've never met them before. You don't want the Paddington hard stare. <laughs> you don't want somebody, you know, looking at you like this. I'm glaring at Lee here, and it's a bit weird. I think it probably a feels a bit uncomfortable yes. <laughs> for, for both of us because it, it can seem aggressive, it can seem threatening and overbearing. Similarly, you don't want to be looking at your shoes all the time uh, because that makes you look unconfident and maybe a bit shifty, a bit untrustworthy. What are you hiding? So to get the balance right, really, really easy trick. Everybody who you're talking to has got two eyes and a mouth and that forms a triangle on their face and I'm, I've been doing it while we've been talking, Lee, and you haven't noticed, I haven't have noticed you? what you've been doing. You I've, look... I've been switching between those three points on your face, just left eye, mouth, left eye, right eye, left eye, mouth, right eye, just like that at random. Nobody ever notices it. It's a great trick and after a little while you will do it unconsciously so you don't need to make the effort to constantly make eye contact and you don't want to be looking at your shoes either. So That's a good tip. Find, because, find yeah. that triangle and just shift about it at random. Because it might feel like big eye movements for you, but I didn't notice that at all. No, not at all. It's tiny little eye movements. Really, you know, those when when you're at a, a social distance from somebody, you know, you, there's a very small angle between those points on their face, but it just avoids the the either extreme of the hard stare or the looking looking away constantly and what about conversation when you find you when you've muscled into a, a group of people who are talking and uh, the conversation lulls and you feel a responsibility maybe to keep it going what are tips for subjects for conversation yeah number one tip is talk about the other person talk about who you're talking to people mostly love to have somebody interested in them um famously charismatic people psychologists have studied this somebody like barack obama um people would say after they'd had a conversation with him he makes you feel so special he makes you feel like you're the most important person in the world uh, and this is a skill that uh fbi hostage negotiators get trained in as well focus on the person that you're talking to get them to talk about themselves I mean, you, whatever the person is whatever their job is or their role you can say some version of so what does it feel like to be you you know you might be talking to somebody and they say oh, i'm an ambulance driver or i'm a uh, i'm a, a bus driver or i'm a, i'm the manager of the local supermarket or oh, wow, that sounds like a really stressful or interesting or challenging or whatever you feel about that job. What's it like for you really day to day? And that's an excuse for them to talk about themselves and their life, which most people like. It makes you look like a lovely, friendly person with great social skills. And 
also, if you're not very keen on having all the attention on you, that's a great way to, to keep it on somebody else. So show interest in other people. It makes you seem charismatic, makes you seem warm and friendly and human and, and good at connection. And I suppose an obvious thing is that if you are feeling uncomfortable, it's easy to knock back the Prosecco or the wine. And uh, that's not always the best thing, particularly if you're feeling socially anxious, is it? Absolutely. I mean, it's, I don't know, in moderation... It's fine, of course, and it, it does have the benefit that it lowers those inhibitions that um, that are there to stop us making fools of ourselves, um, you know, to alienate members of our tribe or whatever. But too much, and the inhibitions go completely out of the window. You know, we don't want to be the person. If you're particularly if you're socially anxious, you don't want everybody's memory of you from that party to be you were the one who threw up, you were the one who knocked a tray of drinks over, you were the one who said something outrageous and everybody was offended and didn't <laughs> didn't like the experience of of being with you at the party. So yeah, keep it under control. A, a couple of drinks is fine, but if it's a if it's a difficult situation, you you're only going to make it worse by by getting trolleyed. Just keep under control. Maybe you have a glass of water between drinks or yeah, something like that. Yeah, absolutely. And it and your head will thank you for it the next day as well. And what about afterwards? Uh, because you know sometimes, particularly if you're shy, or social anxious, people can have a tendency to go back and analyse and analyse and beat themselves. I didn't talk to this. I didn't say that right. What's your advice for afterwards? when people reflect on it think, think about the things they did well I suppose yeah absolutely think, um, you know get, focus on the fact that no one died you know, we, we negotiated a party nothing terrible happened if, it, if something terrible did happen if you did end up trolleyed and, and you were the one who was sick or knocked over the tray of drinks it's part of human life People get over these things. It's not. It's not 100% desirable. It's not the the most favoured outcome, but it's not the end of the world. People either. have done way but, more embarrassing things. Oh, There's always yes. somebody. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Guy. If people want to find out more about you, where should they go? Uh, yeah. So it's uh, my website is Guy Snape Counselling. That's counselling, C O U N S E L L I N G. So I'm I'm not a, a city councillor or a county councillor. So don't email me about the potholes. But uh, guysnapecounselling.co.uk or if you just put Guy Snape Counselor or Counselling into uh, your favourite search engine, then that will uh, that should find me as well. Unless the potholes are causing you stress. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, there is always that possibility. Well, there causes all stress. Thank you very much, Guy. We're hoping to speak to you on a regular basis uh, over the next uh, few months. Thank you very much for coming in today. Thanks a lot, Lee. Cambridge 105 Radio.